This is the Techno Buffet Podcast, episode number 655, recorded Wednesday, November 29th, 2023, in 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. <laughs> exciting episode yay so how was your thanksgiving jerry did you ingest turkey and uh, sleep i hear that's tradition i did ingest turkey we uh we cooked three turkeys who ate who ate the other two we had a bunch of people over okay uh there was turkey then there was turkey on Friday, and there was turkey on Saturday. There was uh, a lot more uh, turkey than there were people eating it. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, size-wise, if you don't have a large group of people, it's harder to get smaller birds. What are you talking about? Buy, I mean, if it's just you, buy a quail. I didn't say it was just me. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that there are birds all the way down to single serving. I don't know. The smallest one I could find was like 12 pounds. Well, that's because you limited yourself to things called turkey. Yes, uh, tradition. There are other birds I eat, but I'm saying for Thanksgiving, you're supposed to eat a turkey. There's a tradition here. You don't want to. Okay. Anyway, uh, then... I spent uh, some of Friday uh, draining water with a wet vac. That's always fun. Is it? It doesn't sound like fun. I don't know. How many times have you drained uh, the all of the pipes in a house with a wet vac? Exactly zero, and I think that's pretty much by choice. Well, no, that's because you don't live in a place where the pipes freeze. That's very true. So, um, as I mentioned, I'm going to be coming down to warmer climates for a bit, and I closed up my family's place upstate right after the holiday, so it's going to be cold there for the next few months, which is why I will not be there. So, drained all the water, it took a while. Uh, you know, put new batteries in the door sensors, because for some reason those things just eat batteries. I need to figure out what to do about that, short of just replacing them with ones that don't eat batteries quite as much. Maybe reduce the polling or something. But Have you tried the Zigbee? They are Zigbee. How does one try the Zigbee as opposed to... They are all Zigbees. Oh. I, again, I think it might I wonder be... wonder if they just do... You, maybe they the repeater's too far away. I don't think so. You know, I'm not going to say that it is impossible. Uh, but basically, they just seem to drain more than I'd like to admit. So, Do you have any numbers, like how long they last? 
Uh, no, because for some odd reason also the battery level thing in there doesn't seem to be very accurate. It just suddenly stops working one day. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Zigbee battery reporting does seem to be a little bit erratic. Yeah, so it's sort of hard to say. now. So when they're dead, I replace them. But if I'm not going to be in a place for a bit, then it's hard to replace them. Now, I d- did remember reading about um, someone who said with the exact same sensor I had that they were able to reduce the polling by setting some things that improve battery life. So I might have to find that. Anyway, that said, so let's see, what else? Um, Again, replaced a bunch of batteries, that's always good, and I worked on one of my stations that uh, picks up planes. I keep trying to tweak that a bit. Right. How's it doing? I don't know. I updated, um, it kept freezing up because of some sort of memory leak, so I figured I'd update the software, and now somehow... I messed up a setting with the new version, so I need to play with it a bit more so it'll work, because it's not finding any planes, and I know that I'm within range of an airport that has a bunch of planes. I haven't even looked at mine in a while. Well, I have three of them, so it's sort of hard to notice if one of them goes down, except the monitoring shows nothing on it, but eh, I'll get it. And since I'm heading down to my parents' apartment, I'm going to update the one there also, because it hasn't been touched since the last time I was there. Well, I am still reporting. So, yep, that's good. Well, I enjoy watching it. It's I do, too. I just haven't had time. Yeah, I always thought, you know, to get an old screen and just pump it onto there. But for now, just been busy with a variety of things. You know how it is. You want to spend time on your hobby, but there's always other stuff going on. Hell me, brother man. I hung a lot of nice photos, though. I actually spent uh, over a week on and off uh, going through cabling before I decided to pause that because I wanted to be able to walk through my living room without tripping over cables. Right. So I got through three boxes of cables before I paused and said I will pick it up at another time so I can see my floor again. But I now have more USB um, uh, A to micro USB cables than I know what to do with, and a lot of HDMI. But nobody sent me a message taking me up on my offer to send them free cabling. I'm sorry. I agree with you. Maybe it will happen someday. But I made a lot of progress here, and I'll be pausing that to go make progress elsewhere. Good job. Otherwise known as vacation. But, so that's what's been going on. But the nice thing about when I am away from home, which is where all of my projects are, is I can do projects that just involve my computer, which involve, you know, like reconfiguring Home Assistant, even this one remotely, etc. Because what else am I going to do in the middle of the night somewhere? I'm not one of those nightlife people. You know, I understand. Who goes, who goes out and parties. Not a partier. I also don't go out and drink or otherwise. Haven't been to a movie in ages either. Someone I know, you know, just reported that they decided to go see the Marvels in the movie theater. 
They went right. to a 10 p.m. a weekday show, and apparently uh, there was no one there but them. Well, it is a Marvels movie, or it is it was the Marvels movie, so not surprised. I don't know. People seem to be very hard on Disney lately in terms of their movies, but we'll see. Maybe they'll do something. I heard bad things about Wish. I heard bad things about the Marvels. What else was did people not like lately? Let's just say if Disney put it out in the last year, people hated it. That's fair. Okay, well, I don't know. <sighs> well, we'll see what they do. They certainly have potential. They have a lot of good properties. You know, they have the entire Star Wars franchise. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but it's a good franchise. They have the Indiana Jones franchise that they just wound down. They have, of course, the long legacy of their own movies. They have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Surely they have enough content to put out something good. I'm going to go with probably not. You never know. I never know. The, that is also true. I hope they do. I have those 14 shares of Disney. Good luck, man. They were a gift when I was a kid. I can't seem to actually put them into my name. Uh, they've been in a custodial account until I reach age 21. And I've spent the last 20 odd years trying to figure out how to get them out of that custodial account. So uh, technically I own them. <laughs> but I can't do anything with them. Anyway. That's a whole other story that every time I try to get to fix that problem, uh, I get nowhere. So also uh, last week was, of course, a Black Friday followed by Cyber Monday. And I think it was one of the more disappointing ones. In terms of I didn't find anything I really wanted to buy. Nor I. Now, I did buy things, to be fair, but I bought things I probably would have otherwise bought anyway. Right. Uh, for example, let's see, what did I buy? Um, hmm. I bought a uh, portable battery. You know, one of those ones if your if your phone is low that you recharge your phone off of if you don't have an outlet. Right. Why did I buy that? Because uh, I loaned mine to somebody and they can't find where they put it. So I probably would have done that anyway. Sure. I just took advantage of it being slightly lower. Uh, I'm just seeing. Did I actually buy any other like uniquely Black Friday or Cyber Monday things? No. I ordered some of those things you put in front of a car so that uh, in a parking lot, you know, the usually they're made of concrete. Why? So the car doesn't roll forward. Hmm. I well, I got, um, have you ever tried to position a car in a garage? Every day. Okay, how do you prevent the car from hitting the wall in the front? I use brakes. No, I'm saying how do you know to align it so that the bumper doesn't hit the wall? How do you know where to stop is what I'm asking. I know how large my vehicle is. Okay. No, I'm accepting that. But for years in this particular garage, which I used to go and put a car into, there was a shelf at the back wall, and I used that to figure out uh, when to stop the car. Sure. Uh, the shelf was dismantled and thrown out. 
So now I have no visual cue to tell me where to stop the car. So I went and got not a concrete one of those. I got essentially a rubber one of those so that when I feel the wheel hit that piece of rubber, I know to stop the car. Okay. But it was apparently on sale for Black Friday. You don't usually think of a garage uh, floor uh, safety uh, wedge to be a uh, Black Friday deal, but apparently it was. I call them chalks. Yeah, uh, this is a little bigger than that, though. Because, again, it's like a rubber version of those concrete ones. Um, Generally, a chalk is, is essentially more of a triangular one. But anyway. Oh, I did buy an air fryer, but I've been waiting for that thing to go down. I like air fryers. They're like convection toaster ovens, only they call them air fryers. Yep. I've never been really good at using those. Well, for me, I want to use it as a toaster. Uh, they're the right shape for me. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, ha- I have a stove. I got one uh, this year, actually, for the first time in many years. Fifteen years ago, the stove broke, and I never replaced it. And when they were doing renovation next door, I took the stove. So I have one again, but you know, for if you're cooking for one person, you know how long it takes to preheat a stove versus a toaster? No. Longer. So oh. if I'm just cooking one thing, I might as well, you know, I use the burners on the stove regularly, but I don't really need the full stove a lot of the time, especially if I'm cooking small items. So uh didn't do anything for that. So, you know, I keep, talking to people and saying, well, did you buy anything? And most people are telling me, no, this year they didn't. That there weren't really any good deals, that essentially they just marked things up and then marked it back down to make it look like there was a sale. Sounds about right. So what else has been going on in the world? The people at Ikea apparently uh, have a new lineup of smart home sensors, and they're Zigbee. The Zigbee. Yeah, they're adding in the Parasol, the Valhorn, and the Badring, which will be priced under $10 each. So the Parasol is a window and door sensor. Standard one. Maybe it'll solve my problem if it's inexpensive enough. And this will, of course, connect to their Dirigia, which is apparently their new smart hub. And then, of course, the Valhorn is their motion sensor. And the Badring is water leakage. Interesting. Yeah. Now, water leakage, um, a less than $10 um, Zigbee water leak sensor is not is not something that I wouldn't consider to be useful. Well, there were so many negatives in that sentence, I, I, I have trouble parsing it. Okay. Uh, IKEA, uh, my success with uh, IKEA products is not always good in terms of their longevity. Right. But that's also why they're inexpensive. However, uh, again, that is a price point where you could realistically put a sensor under everything. Now, I generally use the Govi sensors. Are right. you familiar with those? I am. Uh, because I'm they brought Govi as a company, not those particular. Yeah. So sensors. Govi makes a, a an inexpensive water sensor where a pack of them are frequently on sale. They broadcast at 433 megahertz, and RTL 433, which is the project that uses a 
software-defined radio to monitor 433 megahertz devices has a profile for it. So if you have an RTL433 setup that hooks into MQTT, which I do, then whenever they go off, it'll pick up the signal. So if, effectively speaking, they're inexpensive, they make really loud noises when water gets set off, and they can be picked up by other things. Hmm. Yeah, wish I had something like that for my smoke detectors, which is a whole other thing. I have a big smoke detector problem, Jerry. Why do you have a big smoke detector? No, I have a big okay. smoke detector problem. Oh. I want to. Um, I want my smoke detectors to be interconnected, and I want my smoke detectors to be smart. So interconnected being that if one of them goes off, I want all of them to go off. And okay. smart is I do not want the intelligence of my smoke detector to mean that if something that I am involved in isn't working, like, for example, if the computer that runs Home Assistant isn't on, I obviously want the smoke detectors to do what they normally do. I just, if I am not here, I want the smoke detector going off to be something that I can actually detect elsewhere. I'll buy that. Okay, so I keep looking into this now. The problem is this building was built uh, before they did uh, wired interconnected smoke detectors as sort of a standard feature. Right. So I don't, uh, that means that I'm left with A, having somebody wire up smoke detectors. And it's relatively easy to find a power line, get off of it and have a, a hardwired smoke detector, but it's the running the interconnect wire the wire that connects them all in order to set off the signal between them. So there's an alternative to this. You can get hardwired smoke detectors that have wireless interconnect. That's cool. Yeah, so essentially the smoke detectors themselves are, are powered, but the communication between them can be wireless, which is acceptable. Now, they also make battery-operated ones that can also go into that. So you could have a wired detector and a battery one where one, the battery one will set off the wired one and vice versa. Sounds really good, right? By the Wired. way, I've done all this research. So here's the next part of it. So if you have one of the wired ones, the wired ones act as a bridge. So if you have a wireless, interconnected, hardwired detector it will have the wire to be cooked up to a hardwired interconnected line. And since uh, they make a both a Zigbee and a Z-Wave device that can, when that is set off, trigger a relay, you could actually have that alert you via Z-Wave or Zigbee. Ooh. So you can wire that into a hard... So you, essentially, there is a way to wire a relay into a hardware interconnected smoke detector that would allow it to set off essentially a binary sensor and home assistant. Uh, we're back to, and if you have a bridge, which is a hardwired device that also has wireless interconnect, you could use that to bridge between the two systems and effectively have the wireless system do that. You could also, in theory, if you can find a wireless system that sends a signal and figure out what frequency and pattern it uses, you could pick that up with an antenna the same way that you're picking up this. So judging by a lot of these, um, the ones that I found were... Uh, f from companies like First Alert and Kid uh, seem to be using 915 megahertz, which is not uncommon. So, Same time. so in theory, I could buy myself a 915 megahertz smoke detector, uh, 
hit the test button, monitor the signal, learn what the pattern was of that, and do it that way. By the way, uh, there's one more wrinkle. The state, that, the state of New York. What's wrong with the state of New York? Besides, uh, well, no, I'm talking about the state of New York mandate. So the state of New York no longer permits the sale of certain types of smoke detectors. Uh, so technically, you can get those types of smoke detectors via Amazon or otherwise because you can't mail order them. But as of 2019. All smoke detectors sold in the state of New York have to comply with several regulations. So the ones that are relevant here is they have to have a minimum 10-year battery life sealed within the detector itself. Right. So uh, fi so finding a battery-operated 10-year uh, smoke detector is not a problem. Finding a a hardwired smoke detector with a battery backup for 10 years is not a problem. However, finding those features also combined with the wireless interconnect feature does not seem to exist, except if you uh, use KID, and KID has a horrible... Is it KID or Kitty? I always get that name pronounced. I don't know. K-I-D-D. They apparently have a fairly bad reputation for reliability. Huh. First Alert has a much better <laughs> reputation, and I hear... X what was that? That's not good to know because that's what we put in most of our houses. Okay, well, First Alert seems to get better reviews. And XSense apparently is sort of chasing the two biggest companies. So I'm worried about using the one that would technically work for what I'm using for, but apparently has no end of false alarms. At least for the models I was looking at. The company that has the most reliable ones won't work because of this problem. And then there's, of course, XSense, which has hardwired, but they don't seem to have anything where they've advertised a wireless-to-wired bridge. But I might have to, I'm still trying to figure that one out. So I've just created the combination of these issues. So the only rational thing that I can figure out so far is to use entirely hardwired, which means I have to hire somebody to wire in all of the smoke detectors in the building, as in hook up. Uh, find uh, snake off power from somewhere and put them into every smoke detector. Right. And make sure those are the wireless interconnected ones. So they'll all communicate with each other. And then on one of them, put the relay. So I can't, it means that I can't use a combination. Now, technically those do not have a 10 year battery. However, if they're hardwired and they have a backup battery for when the power goes out, that should be sufficient for my own safety. However, it's still technically not something that's supposed to be sold in the state of New York, so I do not know. If it's sold in the state of Florida, can I like uh, interest no, I, you? In I can order one from Amazon. It's not an issue. They'll sell it to me. They'll mail it to me. It can't be sold at stores in the state of New York, but it is not illegal. But we're back to still problematic. Also, uh, at least some of my smoke detectors still actually do have batteries in them for, because they were bought prior to 2019, and they're probably set for replacement anyway which I'm happy to do, if not for the fact that I'd like to solve this question of, can I make it so that there's the smoke detectors are interconnected and set each other off? Keep working on it. But if you have any advice or if anybody thinks of anything, um, this is the result of me researching this intently. 
but you may notice I have not yet come to a conclusion. So anybody's advice is appreciated. Uh, moving along, apparently uh, Google Chrome and Calendar are about to drop support for older Android devices. So apparently the last version of Chrome that supports Nougat is 119. Wow. I just remember when we were very excited about Nougat. I remember when we were excited about uh, Froyo. You know how long it's been since I've had any Froyo? I should have some Froyo. Where does one buy Froyo? I have quite literally no idea how long it's been since you've had Froyo. So long I can't remember is the point. It was a rhetorical question. I'm saying it has been so long since I had frozen yogurt that I cannot remember the last time I had frozen yogurt. So I should go have some frozen yogurt. But now I need to find a frozen yogurt place. You see how every question creates more problems? No wonder I need a vacation. <laughs> Moving along, uh, Google Drive seems to have lost some data, apparently. That's crazy. So... Uh, Apparently, some files and folders have reverted to a state from May 2023. So apparently, uh, they uh, it's nice to know the company like Google may have uh, essentially lost data and had to revert to a backup that was months old. That's a bit concerning, considering... It's Google. They should do better. Moving on to another big company. Apparently, Amazon has turned the Fire TV Cube into thin clients for business customers. Ooh. So they've repurposed a Fire Cube, which is what it is, and they've made some minor modifications, but uh, they didn't even bother to remove the parts that thin clients don't actually need, and they've replaced the software. But it's a cube. Interesting. Yeah. I thought so. If you use Google Cast, apparently the control notifications for Cast now appear in the Android Media Player as part of the shared controls. Woohoo. <laughs> it's useful. Who needs a separate thing for them to appear? It's nice to unify that because it's media. It should be in the media section. But not the most exciting thing in the world. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm excited. Yeah. The really amusing thing is the next story. So as I go and talk about things, I tend to uh, click the link so I can remember what it is I was talking about. Right. So I just clicked the link for a story um, from Android Police about the switch to USB-C. Changing little. It is a 404. So I wonder what happened there. It was an opinion piece, so I'm going to have to go from memory. <laughs> on what that was about. But it was an opinion piece saying that uh, switching to USB-C in many cases doesn't really change anything in terms of your experience as a user, which is a thought I agree with. I disagree. Now, if you're, if you're a cable charging person. No, I'm referring to for a lot of things. I'm not talking because if you're trying to charge a phone, there are definitely uh, speed issues for things. However, a lot of devices that are switching to it for communications purposes, there's no massive improvement for a lot of the things people are switching with. So I'm talking more about the communication side of it. 
Okay, I'll buy that. Now, you can pump a lot more if you're trying to do things like USB-C monitors, but for peripherals, it doesn't really do very much. I was thinking just the... No, the charging. Experience of not having to worry about which side it's, you know... Yeah, that, yeah. That's no, huge. I, I happen to like the connector. I think it is a very good one, but... Uh, beyond that, um, I did realize, yes, I did buy a USB-C cable this week as part of a Black Friday deal. Ooh. Uh, a 100-watt retractable one. I'm going on a trip. I figured a nice retractable, high-watt capable cable would be a nice thing to have in my travel bag. And I've been updating my travel bag after my last trip. I bought, you know, those little uh, organizers where you put your stuff in and then you toss it into another bag. Yeah. So I'm trying to be a little more organized because uh, I find that I have to go through boxes and find the right cable I need for a specific trip. So I'm building these little bundles. So I have the stuff I always take and then I have another bundle. I need this, you know, like I'm going to, let's say, um, a country that uses the UK style plug. I need the UK pack. Or I'm going to a European country that uses the, the two round prongs. So I need that pack, so I'm trying to just assemble it so I can just go to the shelf and grab the right thing and not have to hunt around for it. And one final story. As I said, there isn't that much going on this week. Uh, we're getting into the holiday season. Uh, apparently, uh, Google Contacts is actually expanding their birthday reminder to significant date reminder. So essentially, for a contact, you can now not only remind... Uh, yourself of a birthday, but you can also remind thing of, let's say, an anniversary or a whatever other life event that you can think of that is recurring. Nice. That's actually kind of seems pretty handy. Yeah, you created a feature centered around important dates in people's lives that recur every year. Why did you only want birthdays? So that brings us to the end of what I have to talk about. Do you have anything to talk about, Jerry? No. My life has been busy. My wife had surgery yesterday. Did it go well? Well, did it go well? (laughs) It did. I'm glad to hear that. Me too. Our well wishes for a speedy recovery from whatever recovery is required. Was this inpatient or outpatient? Inpatient. Okay. Uh, when will she be released? She was in. Or I'm sorry, outpatient. Okay, yeah. outpatient. Okay, that's a little better. So uh, she's already released. Yeah, she's home. She's fine. She's um, she's. It was on her foot, so she's not moving around, and okay. she's kind of going stir crazy, but she'll be all right. Okay. Hopefully, all of the pain will go away and any other injuries and she will be back to whatever uh, she considers to be normal. Anyway, other than that, I'm trying to think of anything else. Is, uh, we only have a few weeks now before the end of the year. And uh, again, uh, hopefully something will happen because this is the time of year where people don't want to have very big you know, technology type news stories. Yeah, so people the, are kind of busy. Oh, there is one news story that might be relevant. 
Ooh, what's that? Okay, uh, do you remember um, that a long time ago, um, I when I started this, I had a bunch of other websites that I was hosting for other people? Yes. And one of them, you know, I used to contribute to a lot, and that would have been the Gadget Wisdom site. Right. Uh, I turned it over to somebody else a long time ago, but one of the old writers, so the um, it hasn't been active in a while, but one of the old writers decided that he wanted to write some technology stories, so he asked me to refresh the site so he could. So, uh, classic um, Gadget Wisdom contributor, The Captain, yes, um, that is the nickname, has been writing uh, general introductory tech stories. Uh, I noticed this uh, when the old Gadget Wisdom newsletter suddenly got emailed to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since I had been the one to set that up a long time ago, uh, it still said that uh, it was talking about how you could also listen to the Android Buffet podcast. So that's been a while. Yeah. Either way, uh, the captain wrote a story about uh, embarking on your smart home journey without breaking the bank and apparently deciding whether to buy or lease solar panels. And what did he come up with? Beats me. Oh. I talked to the editor, but other than that, I I have this podcast to worry about. Sure. Maybe one of these days I'll go and contribute something. But we'll see. Until then, uh, you can go if you if you are one of the like seven subscribers who are on that mailing list. Uh, hopefully, you weren't very surprised when it came back. At least as I was to find out that a site that I probably should have like updated the WordPress edition on and such in the last two years had just been resurrected. Anyway, uh, comments aside about that, uh, since I was doing the updating of various sites, I did take advantage of that to uh, update the uh, analytics for the Techno Buffet site. So I could learn more about uh, who visits. Right. So I know that uh, there were uh, essentially, what, 85 visitors recently? Ooh, that's a lot. Uh, who the referrals are. And apparently we have visitor, our primary place where people visit our site is 72% from the United States, uh, followed by 15% from China, 5.9% uh, from Germany, Brazil, and everyone else. Go figure. Hmm. Yeah, also, uh, for some odd reason, a uh According to Google Search Console, uh, the top search queries for our website uh, in the last few days were uh, watch the laundry guy. That's interesting. I thought so. Um, again, I just figured that uh, some simple analytics would be useful. Also, apparently 90% of people visiting the site are visiting it on desktop and only 10% on mobile, which surprised me. That is interesting. 
I learn a new thing every day. Also, considering that I haven't played uh, with the whole thing in some time, it you know you learn about all of the changes that have happened in setting up you know things like Google Analytics. There, apparently, there's this thing called GA4 now. Right. As I said, I learn something new every day. I can honestly say that uh, I wasn't paying attention to analytics. I figured uh, nobody was writing us, which was probably a good indication of how many people were listening to us. Right. But we have fun. So it works out. So until next week. Until next week. When I will be recording from an yet another location. Also, uh, by my estimate, the following week, December 13th, I will be in a hotel for one night. So it is possible that we would find something, but I may ask you to record earlier or actually possibly later. So I have to figure out what I need in order to record there. I expect that will not be a problem. No, but we'll work something out because I'm going to, that's the only night I'm going to be in a hotel. I'm going to take a side trip while I am going and then I'm going to camp out for the rest of the year in various places. So I have exciting things to look forward to. Mm. I'm hoping I'm psyching myself out because I'm horrible at taking vacation. Mm. I need to work on that. Anyway, until next time. Until next time. Bye, Bye folks. everybody.